Well, hello and welcome to episode 15 of season nine of the Simplify and Multiply show. Today, my guest is the delightful Jennifer DeMarco. Now, Jennifer and I have only known each other uh, for several months, but we hit it off from the get-go. So pardon the giggles, but we actually have a really good conversation about being new to solopreneurism, building a consultancy, making choices around how you want to work, what you want to leave behind, and a lot of other really juicy nuggets around making choices to make your business 1000% you. So let's go ahead and listen to my chat with Jennifer. If you are a solopreneur and want growing your business to be easier, welcome to the Simplify and Multiply show, hosted by award-winning creative, business development expert, and tactical coach, Terry Pappy. The Simplify and Multiply show promises to become your practical, tactical, and motivational guide to succeeding as a solopreneur. Hey there, Solo. I'm Terry Pappy, and I created Simplify and Multiply to provide you a place where you can discover how to make your business more profitable. I'm going to do this by helping you remove the complexity from marketing and business development. So if that sounds good to you, listen in. Jennifer DeMarco, welcome to the Simplify Multiply show. What is going on in Boston today? Yeah, well, thank you, Terry Pappy. I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> I know, did you love it? This is great. And of course, it's summertime <laughs> in New England, so it's storming and raining. And, you know, it's people still kind of getting back to some semblance of normalcy kind of mm-hmm. as pandemic restrictions are yeah relaxed and it's nice to see people's smiling faces yeah i know get rid of the mask for sure Uh and you know being down here in florida we've kind of been a little more relaxed than most of the rest of the u.s and definitely the world and uh, it's been so nice because many places um are like full-on even the the people working there are maskless which is great and Mm -hmm. obviously they're still encouraging you know, the unvaccinated to mask Uh up. But um, I mean, we're just all over it in so many ways. So we're going to talk about more fun things. And those things are going to be anything and everything that comes out of your mouth and my mouth in this conversation, because you and I, so just for my listener, you got to understand. (laughs) Yeah, you got to understand, like Jen and I actually only have known each other for like a couple of months, right? I think we met in May of 2021. Uh-huh. And and she was referred to me by a colleague that we both mutually have a, a friend, professional colleague friend. And uh, it was more to help me understand how to help one of my clients. And Jennifer has been so amazing with helping me understand, oh. guiding me into the, the, the nuances of, of her industry, which is what my client is also uh, dealing with. And it's been really, really helpful. So, Jennifer, I just want to thank you for for doing that. But here's the thing that happened. We are like Frick and Frack because for some reason it's like we were sisters separated at birth because we have just been the giggle girls every time we get on. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. (laughs) And after – Isn't that great great, though? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's awesome. It's wonderful. Every time we get on a Zoom call or – yeah, it's pretty much Zoom, right? Mm -hmm. It's yep. been like, you know, we just we're spending half the time laughing. And even though Jennifer is really <laughs> kind of 
completed her support and guidance that I needed, we still bug each other because it's like we're kind of hooked on this now. So anyway, so I just want to, for my listener, I just want to warn you that this may be a very goofy uh, interview, but I also want to let you know that we're here for you. And I'm going to make sure that what we have a conversation about is going to feed your soul. So Jen, I want to start by talking about where you're at in your business. So, you know, you you were in corporate, you left corporate, obviously had to deal with COVID and, you know, dealing with that while you were trying to figure out your business. And fortunately, you were able to work with some key corporate clients that you had relationships with while you were in corporate. So just talk a little bit about that and and why you, you know, wanted to kind of go out on your own and... Mm -hmm. What are some of the things that, and we're going to dig more deeply into this. Sure. What are some of the things that you really love about having your own consultancy? Sure. Yeah. That's great. No, thanks, Terry. I I truly enjoy you, and I appreciate all the time that we get to spend together. Oh. Uh, because I, I do know that time is our most valuable resource, you yeah. know, so thank you for the time that we have spent, and hopefully we'll continue to spend together um, because it is truly a a barrel of laughs and a lot of fun. So thank you for we're so goofy. You know, yeah. But we actually get, you know, for my listener, we do get stuff done. So. And we get work done. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, for me, I've always I've always had that pang to own my own business and never really knew what that was supposed to be mm. kind of thing. I, you know, love all aspects of just the business between you know, the operational pieces of it. I even like some of the accounting pieces and the technology pieces. So that totality of it is something that I always really enjoyed. I've gone through my career path as it is. (laughs) Um, It's taken a few, um, not even like, you know, it's never fallen off a cliff, I can say, (laughs) but it's, it's gone some like, you know, circuitous routes. And or you've never gotten pushed off a cliff like I did at Marriott. Okay, we're done with you. Bye. <laughs> we'll see. You know? um, <laughs> but that's where and I've gotten close to the edge, um, you know, but that's where, again, you know, it's always. As I look back now, of course, hindsight being 2020, as it is, it all seemed with purpose. Yeah. And. When I guess it's about two years ago, I kind of made a decision where I was like, you know what, now's actually the right time. You know, I'm in a really good position in terms of my professional career, mm-hmm. my personal uh, life supports it, <laughs> you know, right. to, to be able to take the kind of a risk that is associated with going out on your own. Absolutely. And I was like, okay, I if I'm going to do this, I need to either do it now or soon or I really am going to have to wait until I retire and Mm. just do it then and kind of have it as like a hobby kind of thing interesting and and here I thought you were going to take up needlepoint when you retire (laughs) I am a terrible crafter I really appreciate (laughs) the autistic capabilities of people I cannot paint I cannot cook terrible crafter and (laughs) not knit needlepoint nothing yeah. yeah. Um, so I got to figure something else out as a hobby. <laughs> there you go. So um, that's where I get. I thought I could do, you know, some consulting on the side because I'm mm-hmm. not a good stay at home person. 
you know, or a good, you know, sit on and, you know, write the next great American novel. Like that's not in it for me kind of thing. So I figured, you know, I knew I would need to have some sort of activity once I retire. And if I can get that done sooner than later, why not? And again, the circumstances just kind of presented themselves. And I really started to look into it seriously about probably two and a half years ago because Mm -hmm. the company that I was working for was acquiring someone and there was, it was a very obvious, um, you know, the the synergies that come along with it and the efficiencies that come along with it. Yeah, it's a tough environment. Yeah, because everybody's at risk because Uh they always want to, you know, the the company doing the acquisition wants to look good to shareholders if it's a public Uh company and the company coming in, you know, they're like, holy crap, they're going to liquidate all our jobs and riff us out and that stuff. So everybody's Uh kind of in this panic mode. So it's it can be very emotional for many people. Uh Yeah. And for me, I was I was the last one in in our leadership team. So logic dictates if I'm the last one in I'm the first one out kind of thing (laughs) so I had kind of come to that level of acceptance going okay well then you know let me see what I need to do I I knew I wanted to get my team set kind of thing Mm -hmm. and kind of you know hand them off and then I got to keep my job (laughs) that is so funny and I was like oh hmm how's this gonna work (laughs) Okay. Uh, this is not what I was prepared for. Right. I was like, I was not prepared for that, you know. <laughs> so then I did, you know, I kind of did my little introspection in terms of like, okay, well, I was ready. So does that mean I really am ready and need to do it versus mm-hmm. being almost kind of forced into it type yeah. of thing? And, uh, you know, again, the circumstances presented themselves where I went, Yep, this is really the right time for me to do this. And you were kind of already preparing for it anyway, so it's uh-huh. you know, even though you were surprised about they're like, "Oh no, we don't we you're staying." <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I mean, I did, you know, what do I need to register as an LLC? Is that the mm-hmm. right place for me to be? Or is it, you know, um, other corporate registration type things? I looked mm-hmm. into those things. I looked into like website designs and what I wanted there, and you know some of my product line and my offerings. You know, started to think about those things, and then it kind of came to a halt. And I'm like, huh, <laughs> you know. So that's where again I really was able to kind of when I really made the decision. Okay, this is something I really need to do. Um, it kind of it flowed out really nicely after that. Mm. You know, I stopped working in corporate about, I guess it was probably October of 2019. And that's when I started to kind of. And you had no idea there was a ticking time bomb called COVID. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You know, who, who could plan for COVID or any other. I know, right. Global pandemic, right. Oh, my Lord. Yes. So, um, but I got all of, I got myself together. <laughs> kind of thing in terms of my, you know, I got, like I, I got my website built, I got my bank accounts together and all that kind of mm-hmm. other um, stuff, you know, in terms of the, the legalities of it all. Putting and that MBA to good use, huh? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it is serving me now, you know? Yes, um, yes. 
So it, like I said, I don't always understand the, the choices I make in the time, but retrospectively, it all makes sense now. Yeah, um, definitely. <clears throat> yeah. So I actually lo officially launched my website March 18th of 2020. Are you kidding me? That was the day after the world shut down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Great timing. Yes. You oh know, and I, I started the, um, the, you know, the feelers and working my network and that kind of thing a little bit before that. Um, but I just thought it was very, very funny. You know, it, it's funny now. Kind of it's funny now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> funny. Ha ha. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I can tell you that date because it was actually, and I very purposefully did this. It was my mother's birthday. Oh, so that's a good you know? memory. Yeah. So, I mean, she, she passed away several years ago. Actually, it's been 13 years um, since she passed away. And mm -hmm. it just seemed, it just seemed right. Yeah. <laughs> kind Aww. of thing. So, and then the world shut down. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Quite literally. Um, you know, but again, for the work that I do, I, I work in quality and compliance. And a lot of the work I do is done on a global level. Mm -hmm. And generally gets done in a remote fashion anyway. You know, okay, good. Most teams aren't all in one location anyway. So either someone's traveling or they're calling into certain meetings type of thing. So I was really very fortunate in that the work that I do very, very easily translated into a remote setting. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And, you know, many of my clients are in consulting and they they glided right through COVID and they're still gliding, meaning, you know, they're they really didn't have interruptions. If anything, they picked up work uh, because they of the way that consultants do work. Now, several of them did. In addition to their consulting, they did on site training and that changed. Mm -hmm. So they went. Right. Obviously, they trans uh, translated everything into virtual but but yeah that's that's the amazing thing about consulting is you do have that flexibility especially if your client is in in alignment with it so what exactly. were you thinking those mm -hmm. first few months as you were kind of like okay it's official my shingle is out my website is live i have to wear a mask everywhere i can't go anywhere i'm pretty much like now what do i do <laughs> i have to go back in house like <laughs> Because I I really didn't, I mean, and, and who would, you know, I really didn't know what was going to happen. Mm. And, you know, for what I do, there really is a pretty big demand within the Boston area. And I was, you know, getting phone calls and recruiters and headhunters and that type of thing. And, you know, after a certain point, it was kind of like, I probably need to really start thinking about this. You know, is this really, do I really go back in house? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's not that I couldn't or I don't want to kind of thing. It was really a, I found a, a way of working that works for me kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. And I am, um, I'm a helper by nature. And not everybody wants help. <laughs> Kind of thing. So yep. again, you know, if I'm in house, I have to be really specific about the people that I partner with, you know, because I, they need to want to partner with me, basically. 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, whereas as a consultant, they're already inviting me in mm-hmm. kind of thing, um, you know, or sometimes in-house, you know, it's, you know, you are uh, voluntold <laughs> who you're working okay. with. That's a good kind one. Of thing, um, you know, so, you know, especially in the quality and compliance space, it has the perception of being the police or, you know, it has a very um, punitive kind of connotation to it you know excellent word by the way yeah yeah thank you totally relate Mm -hmm. and it's like well no that that's that's not me that's not what i do and that's not what i promoted within my team Mm -hmm. you know it really is about you know we're we're all in this together Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know we need to make sure that these things are working the way that they're supposed to be working and Mm -hmm. you know I'm a big believer in that we are smarter than me mm-hmm. I like kind that. of thing. I remember when and, you first said that to me. I was like, ooh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's it's true because, you know, sometimes I get in my own way and I or I have a vested interest in something, you know, that I really want to see happen. And that doesn't mean it's the best thing for the company or the team or the project kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it working in in teams gives an opportunity to really take take the ego out of it and get yeah. to you know again, especially when you person. have a yeah uh-huh. especially if when you have a really positive people focused culture in an organization uh-huh. um, exactly. I just started working with a client that has uh, that culture and it's it kind of, you know it's and this is one of the things I wanted to talk to you about because you and I both came out of corporate me a uh-huh. lot longer than you more recently but one of the things that I miss being a solopreneur is other people you know the right. interaction just uh-huh. the camaraderie the the team efforts the being able to leverage people around you and uh-huh. um, you know get support when you need it and sh- and shine with others uh, which I do and I I always was very successful in the corporate environment, whether it was a small company or whether it was a big uh-huh. company like Marriott. And I, I I, was fine. You know, it's like I wasn't like, oh, I can't work for the man anymore. I got to go out and start my own thing. And believe me, that was especially the way it happened to me. You know, I was riffed a year, a little over a year after my husband died. And I'm like, holy crap, now what? So it scared the crap out of me. And I had to figure it out. And I and what I did, and this is what I want to talk to you about, because uh-huh the season being about bravely making your business 1000% you. It's all about who we were and who we are are two different things as we relate to Uh our identity from corporate. And so I remember how I function in the corporate environment. And I literally just kept doing that same exact thing from my desk at home as a solopreneur. And it took me many years for me to, first of all, recognize that that's how I was showing up. Not that it was bad or anything. It's just it wasn't I wasn't really allowing myself to create a super unique business based on crazy Terry Pappy. Right. (laughs) Until relatively recently, believe it or not. And -hmm. the other thing is, it's like because I knew what worked in corporate because I'd proven myself there and I'd gotten results for my company and blah, blah, blah. I just kept doing the same things, kept acting the same way you know, uh, all of those things just kind of like parlayed into that environment. And when I talk about bravely making your business 1000% you, I'm not just talking about being authentic 
and you know showing your vulnerability and putting soul more into your stuff i mean that's all well and good and i make funny voices about it because sometimes it's a little cliche the way people talk about it but it's like you know here we are as solopreneurs we have a hundred percent control of how we show up in the world how we run our business who we work with how much we charge and on and on and on okay and all of that is up to us and so few people are really doing a unique job, a mm-hmm. job that's, that is, and when I say job, I mean the way they're presenting themselves as well as how they function in what they do. And so many are trying to adhere to things that, that will make them successful, that will make their brand look good, uh, that will make them show up as a professional like any corporate you know, if they vendor into a corporation, they want to look, you know, like they're a proper the corporate part. vendor, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to right. some dude <laughs> or some chick, mm-hmm. you know, out there peddling their expertise. And I started talking uh, several years ago about lifestyle solopreneur mm-hmm. and how what we're doing in our businesses should be about creating a lifestyle versus income and running it like a biz biz you know and that hardcore thing and i love that the pandemic has kind of bitch slapped people into reassessing how they run their business what they do for a living and and all of those things and so when you're looking at where you're at now since you've already had some success with being on your own getting some some con- consulting clients and you're kind of on your way now. So it's like, I ain't looking back, baby. <laughs> it's like, what are some of the things that you're considering when when I challenge you to say, well, how are you making your business 1000% you? How, what are some of the things that you want to be uh, doing in your business, infusing in your business? Who do you want to work with? All of these things are part and parcel for having that conversation. So Right. Just share some of those things that you've been thinking about, about like your dream consultancy. Terry will be right back with the rest of the show in just a moment. You know, if you'd like to stop doing what you don't want to do anymore and do more soul connecting work that only you can do, it's time to take action. You know, being more you is not just building a personal brand. It's also not showing everything you're doing every minute of every day to whoever will follow you. What today's more human marketplace wants is the real you. They want what only you can deliver in the unique way you deliver it. So don't sell yourself short. Give your audience the connection and the solutions they're longing for. And here's how. When you sign up for my free Pappy Club journal, every Monday I'll show you how to simplify your marketing, boost your personal brand, and bravely be 1000% you so you can attract your ideal clients and get the engagements you love to deliver. Go to tpappy.com and sign up to get inspiring audio, video, and written content I personally curate just for you. Let's simplify your world and show your 1000%. Sign up at tpappy.com and I'll see you next Monday in the Pappy Club Journal. Uh And I've been able to dabble in some of that already you know, really in terms of the, the dream, because again, I've been very fortunate in terms of my network, you know, and, Mm -hmm. you know, having, you know, friends tell other people about it type of thing. Yeah. It really sucks when you're awesome at what you do. (laughs) 
And everybody knows it. Yeah, I, I mean, and I've gotten these the random calls too, where it's like kind of like, yeah, I do that. How did you find me? Like kind of thing, because I need to yeah. know that too. You know, in terms of making sure, you know, that yeah. those who want to find you how many... can. Yeah, sorry, Jen, Jen. I can't tell you how many people are out there going. I hate her. People are calling her. I'm trying like crazy to market my business and nobody knows who I am. And this sucks. I hate it. Nobody, nobody engages with my social media posts. I did a live launch last week and nobody came. Oh, I hate my life. Yeah. <laughs> and you're sitting there going, oh, I'm so lucky. I've had all these people just come fall from the sky. They're just falling from the sky into my lap and saying, oh, please help us. Oh, I have had those webinars where no one shows up, you know, and they're free, you know. (laughs) You know, I'm just having fun with you, right? Absolutely. No, seriously, we've all been there. Seriously, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, it. I guess for me, and that's part of what, you know, I really look for when I work with clients is that, you know, I really want to look at the positive, Hmm. you know, because so much of what I get called about are quality and compliance issues. People need some sort of remediation. You know, because yeah, you get the call when the building's on fire. Uh, hello. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> you know, it's not because they just. Part of the reason why I enjoy hanging out with you is because we can just hang out and talk. You know, yes. <laughs> because yes. usually and people I'm not are calling, calling me. you to say my building's on fire. Exactly. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, we'll fix it. You know, kind of thing. Um, you know, and that's where, you know, kind of understanding like who, who could. Who are the type of clients who need someone like me? You know, mm. because a lot of what I've been really kind of gearing myself towards lately are the smaller biotechs. Right. Because they're not necessarily big enough to have a true quality and compliance department. Inside, yeah. Or like it, a, a FTE, mm-hmm. inside dedicated, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So it's more that, you know, fractional piece where I get to help them strategize about what do they really want their quality organization to look like? What is their oh, quality culture? So it's almost like a team design for you. Exactly. That's, That's a great, pretty cool. I was gonna, I like that a lot. You know, I yeah, haven't been able to articulate it that way. So yes, you know. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and that's the, um, you know, so that you can design these things so that the building doesn't get on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, believe it or not, you actually can take care of things so the building never catches on fire. <laughs> exactly. Without being ridiculously, like, obsessive, you know, yeah. in terms of mm-hmm. the... Cause Controls ex- and the... Exactly. Yeah, oversight. Because then it becomes yeah. unproductive. And mm-hmm. then people start to resent the fact that they don't... I have gotten a lot of feedback about people not feeling like they can't actually think. Mm. Like, they... Like, for whatever wow. reason, the processes are so rigid that there is no flexibility for them to really demonstrate their their skill set. Yeah, to be creative, to be innovative, uh-huh. to really be a problem solver. Exactly. Wow, that's pretty, like, yeah. alarming. Yeah. I mean, and it happens, especially as you get into larger organizations, it becomes, it almost, almost becomes necessary. Mm. You know, and inevitably the pendulum swings the other direction. Right. And um, I have often said that, you know, I, I find balance often as I move from one side to the other. 
that's how I find balance. <laughs> yeah. You're just hanging on to that thing as it's swinging through the air. Exactly. <laughs> you know, hopefully my, you know, my, my, um, my end to end isn't nearly as, as, as far. extreme. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we want it to be more like a metronome where it just stays exactly. in a very specific range. Tick, exactly. Talk, tick, talk. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Versus, that you know, one of those slingshot rides you see at the, the amusement parks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, no, no. No, thank yeah, you very that, much. Yeah, that's all good. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like how everybody felt with the pandemic, for sure, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, my word. But no, but that's where, again, you can get to that happy, there is a happy medium there kind of thing. So, so what are some of the things uh-huh. that you're looking to bring into your business and have happen in your business? And And I don't necessarily... You know, we can just speak generally, you sure. know, like almost mm-hmm. like a little brainstorming mm-hmm. for your business. Like, well, what kind of work <laughs> do you want to do? It's like, yeah, you've identified right. that this would be a cool market to go mm-hmm. after the bi- smaller biotechs. Right. And you're right. They're like, you know, they're like realtors in Florida. They're everywhere in Boston. Right. So right. <laughs> you can throw a stone and hit one. Um, right. But what are some of the things for you? Because this is about you making your business about you. You know, and really it's that, you know, I want to, one of my unofficial, even personal taglines versus even business taglines, which again, as we talk about it, they're kind of melting into the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, is that I want to leave it better than I found it. Mm. Whatever the it is. Right. You know, kind of thing. And it could be a client. It could be... um my house <laughs> could know. be your husband right because you, know. you know we all need to work on these boys here okay right. just like sorry for my male <laughs> listeners but you guys right sometimes you need a little assistance us chicks we know we need a hundred percent assistance all the time so right. that's a given <laughs> you know but that's where you know it, i just it, it's that evolution you know so mm-hmm. often you know I, i'm a scientist by trade you know mm-hmm. so i know about evolution and the biology and how things take you know eons to evolve and i don't think people are need to be that complicated to evolve Mm -hmm. you know and for me it just becomes again that constant learning and incorporating the things that work for me kind of thing and respecting that it's not everything will (laughs) You know, because it ends up being very, it can be very conflicting if I take everything on, you know, or try and incorporate all of the good things. Um, For me, they may not necessarily jive well together. And And you're kind of exploring that as you're getting into Mm -hmm. your groove with your business. I mean, look at me. It took me 10, 11, 12 years to figure out, okay, Terry, you don't have to keep doing it like this. Right. (laughs) Yeah. You don't have to wear 4,000 freaking hats and right. <laughs> do everything and anything for your clients. You know, focus on what you're really super awesome at and right. get even more awesome at it and, uh-huh. and be that <laughs> and then be more Terry. And right. that's really what I've kind of come to terms with, you know, just giving myself permission to just uh-huh. be me. And it's so funny. I talk to so many people and they're like, oh, I'm struggling with this. And it's always something tactical, you know, marketing uh-huh. this or that. Or I did this course and they said to do it this way and it's not working out. And I'm like, why are you trying to be somebody else's machine? Right. You know, why can't you just give yourself permission to be yourself and do it your way? But I don't know how to do it. And, you know, and uh-huh. then it becomes this big 
argument, people really get locked into a mindset uh-huh. where there's no possibility because I'm not skilled in that area. And I call BS on that because I believe that each of us has our own unique way of getting to the to the start line and finishing. Right. And, you know, if we need to get help, then just get help. But focus and find what it is that lights you up, that makes you super excited to jump out of bed, as Uh cliche as that sounds, and go down and do your thing and and hang out with people. And I tell you what, the more you let that, this is what I've found in my life, Uh especially in the last year, the more you let yourself play, have fun and relax and just lean into the things that you enjoy most, like giving yourself permission to you know, maybe take a nap in the middle of the day or, you know, do something creative or just reach out to an old colleague and say, yo, yo, what's going on? How you been? And just do those things because when that happens, all of a sudden the energy opens up, the flow starts happening. And like in your case, my dear, people (laughs) drop out of the ceiling into your lap and say, please help me. Because it's true. When we wring our hands and worry about stuff and and try to figure things out and we like got to be, you know, managing it, controlling it. And I got to learn how to do this and I got to be in action about that. And so and so said I got to post five times a day and this is something I got to do over here. And really, at the end of the day, you just got to do what works and just be okay with that because nobody's measuring you but you. Right. Now, I really appreciate that your comment about, you know, no one's measuring you but you, you know, and I've had some pretty rigid, probably borderline unhealthy goals, you know, for myself through the years. And I've been able to let go of a lot of that, Mm. you know, like I know what needs to happen to maintain my lifestyle. It's like, okay, that's, that's baseline. You know, after that, I I get to play yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, know? and that's and, what a great realization, yeah. right? <laughs> Seriously. You know, it's like I'm not going to, you know, damage the financial well-being or my my fiscal or my, my physical health, you mm-hmm. know, type of thing. So it's like, okay, after that, it's all gravy. <laughs> You know, so, and that's where, you know, I just, I am, again, I become very grateful in that I love what I do Mm. because I get to engage with some ridiculously smart people, Mm. you know, truly from all over the world and get their perspectives and their input and no day is ever the same. You know, those are the kind of things that get me out of bed, you know, (laughs) kind of thing. It's like, okay. Yeah. What's going to happen today? You know? Yes. 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 <laughs> I have a pretty good idea. But again, it's just, it's very fluid. It's, I, it really is a 180 from mm. what I used to be because I, you know, it get it incorporated. It just happens that, you know, you're scheduled back to back to back to back kind of thing. Yep. And, you know, there have been days where I kind of go, I just have to excuse myself. Because it's been six hours, you know, or I think I might fall over because I'm way too hungry, you know, because I've been in meetings all day and that's not healthy for me either. Right. You know, and just that little bit of, you know, I can't meet now. I can meet in 10 minutes is such a powerful 
energetic feeder, (laughs) you know, to, to be able to, again, I get to, to serve my, my clients. I, I get to do it as present as possible (laughs) kind of thing. And, you know, I've been able to not only again, serve my clients, I've also been able to have clients that allow me to ask for what I need, you know, whereas I, you know, I, I need five minutes or I, I need an extra time where like, I know you say I, you don't care when I get it, but I need to give you a deadline mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know, yeah. like, and again, it's just a very gr- symbiotic working relationship, you know, and those are the kind of, you know, as you talk about being that thousand percent authentic and what to bring to the table it's for me it comes down to the people and adopting them as my team (laughs) i like that but that's neat that you look at it that way Mm -hmm. you know because i mean and i know you mentioned earlier about you know one of the things i missed in terms of that transition to solopreneur is my team that was Mm -hmm. that was hard yeah it was really hard because they're great people and really talented and really smart and very, very good at what they, they do. And you don't always get that either, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. And, yeah. you know, to essentially walk away is, you know, for all intents and purposes, that's what I did. Right. Um, you know, it was really difficult to figure out how to have that connection with people Mm. and still, you know, have that spark of energy because again, that's the, that's the, we, (laughs) you know, of smarter than me, (laughs) you know, I I can't have a, we without somebody else (laughs) kind of thing. So it really is, um, you know, having those people that I've been able to connect with, you know, really end up, you know, I, I keep coming back to the word adopt, you know, mm. but it really like, you know, adopting my, my clients as, as team members and they've done the same for me, which is mm-hmm. again, a really, it's a, it's a fantastic position to be in. And see right there, what I want to pull out for the listener is what, what Jen just went through in describing that, how she feels about the team, you know, leaving the team that, that she adopts her client's team. That is how she's making her business 1000% her because that matters to Jen. And when you look at and that's an example of what I'm talking about. It's not just like how you present yourself or market or how you run your day. It's like, how do I want to really engage with my clients? How do I really want to bring value that's going to really peg my happy meter and also peg my skills meter and leverage my strengths in such a way that they can't get the same service or, you know, consultant anywhere else other than what I can bring to the table. And Jen, I think you, as you are continuing to evolve your business, you're going to find more things that you enjoy as you mine those things and pay Mm -hmm. attention. And this is what I, I want to point out. It's like we have to pay attention to the things that we do love to do. And as a solopreneur, we feel like we got to wear so many hats. We got to do so many things. We got to, you know, manage so much and deliver value all the time. It's hard for us to say, okay, I don't want to do my books. I don't want to do this. I don't, you know, I don't enjoy that. 
and it's okay. Either get rid of them or farm it out. And it's like what I've been doing in my business for the last five, six months. I've been consolidating everything because I am worn out of, of doing all the things that I've been doing that are really not necessary for me to thrive in my business. And it just kind of got built up over the years of things to market and just things I was doing that were really unnecessary when I stopped and said, okay, do I really need to be doing this? And I think that we don't really take the time to do that and to make conscious choices that are intentional around how we act, the things we do in our business, the aspects of our business that complicate it, because you all know me, and the name of this podcast is Simplify and Multiply, by the way. <laughs> Simplify the things you don't like, multiply the things you do like and do want. So I, I really appreciate that you shared that particular aspect about your work, Jen, because that's that drives home the, the point I was trying to make. Um, and I, I know that you'll be finding more aspects like that that are going to deepen what it is you do. And we'll have to check back with you and see how it's coming along because that's just fantastic. So I want to thank you so much for being here. Do you have any final thoughts for our listener? I mean, for me, when it comes to the, the solopreneurs, I, I love that terminology. I just always thought of it as an entrepreneur. But when I think about, you know, being present and who I am, you know, it's that old adage of like attracts like. Yeah. And the the more I am true to myself and, you know, feel confident to, to share the things that need to be shared. Yeah, you know, I don't have to share everything. Um, uh, those are the times when, again, it's the most rewarding kind of interactions and engagements I have with clients. And it just makes me want to keep doing it. So I love it. I really appreciate the opportunity, Terry. This has been wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, I know. Here we are hanging out. And we were like so serious there for a while. I know. It's like, that's so not like us. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I built up the listener in the beginning thinking, oh, we're going to be rowdy and we're going to crack up and everything. And we're like, no, we're all serious talking yeah. about bravely give, making your business 1000% you. <laughs> give it 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, really give it 10 minutes. I know, right? So, um, <laughs> but no, I really appreciate what you shared and, and talking about the things that you, you've, you've been discovering about yourself and are, you know, just kind of like reconnecting with what you really want in your business and, mm -hmm. and what you're really up to and, and the things you like and the freedom that you have and what you've been able to walk away from, from the standpoint of stressful situations, overwhelm, you know, mm -hmm. just overtaxing back-to-back -back, uh, meetings and things like that, that, that often come along with a lot of more formal uh, employment. Exactly. And so I appreciate you sharing that. And I can't wait to thank see you. where you're headed. So thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for joining me. You know, being a solo can be incredibly rewarding when you have the right guidance, resources, and community to help drive your business vision. The great news is that's exactly what you'll get with Simplify and Multiply. You've just listened to another episode of the Simplify and Multiply show with Terry Pappy. If you want to get free marketing and business development tips, templates, trainings, and more, head over to simplifyandmultiply.com and sign up. Learn how you can grow your business the easy way. 
That's simplifyandmultiply.com to join our growing community of amazing, talented solopreneurs out to simplify their business, multiply their income, and make a big impact in the solopreneur economy.